0: On the other hand, I didn't realize all the great talent that's here, uh, and, and all the great creative content that they produced over the years, and it, it really opened my eyes, and that's kind of exciting to me.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today we're joined by Diane Gonzalez, Executive Producer for Dactronics Creative Services, and Buddy Rose, Creative Account Manager. Buddy shares his experience and what it's like to join the Dactronics team, and Diane shares more details of our creative services team as well as a couple of standout projects. We're here today with Diane and Buddy. Diane, how are you doing?
2: I'm so good. How are you?
1: Doing great. And of course, Matt Anderson's here with us. Hello, everyone. Uh, Buddy, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. Thanks, uh, Justin and Matt, for uh, asking
1: and, and we're going to start with Diane here to give us a, a bit of background on your position, and then we'll talk to Buddy about his new position with Actronics as well. But Diane, can you tell us what you do here at DAC?
2: Yeah, Absolutely. So I am the executive producer for our creative services department, which oversees all of our content creation and our um massive team of digital artists um and also our event production services side of the business where you know we have about 15 sites and we have event producers that are on site working at each of those. So, um, I oversee both sides. We're, we're, um, doing a lot of exciting things on both sides, but I think today we're going to focus on the creative services side, right?
3: Yep. That's the idea. And, and Diane, we were talking before this, I think you've been on a couple times previously, but I don't know if you want to give a quick high level overview of kind of your background and your history, even in sports before you came to Dactronics.
2: Absolutely. So I, um, was a dedicated electronics consumer for many, many years, for most of my career. I spent a lifetime with the Detroit Pistons and the Palace of Albert Hills um, here in Detroit, Michigan. And um, I was, amongst other things, I oversaw our broadcasting department. I oversaw our production department. I oversaw our game ops department um, for... Um, the palace at the time we had about three venues out there and about four different teams. So it was the Detroit Pistons, the Detroit shock of the WNBA, the Detroit Vipers of the IHL, um, I'm missing some, I'm sure. Oh, the Detroit Curie, who can forget the AFL? Um, I mean. But um, so I spent a really good long time on the client side of Dectronics before kind of moving over here onto the vendor side. And it has been one of the best ex- best experiences of my life moving over and working now for Dectronics.
1: Well, of course, we love to hear that. Yeah. Music uh, jarriers. <laughs> right. <laughs> and if I understand correctly, you actually worked with Buddy during your previous role with the Pistons, correct?
2: We did, yes. Buddy was the director of game presentation. Is that your title? I'm messing that up, Buddy. Um, (laughs) With the Pistons for, gosh, a long time. I'll let him tell you how long, but I had the really good fortune of working with him and seeing him um, day to day and watching how he operates. And, you know, Buddy is one of those people that, everybody just loves like there's not a person i'm going to tell you there's not a person in this world who-, who dislikes buddy rose um so when we had a position that kind of came open here at Dectronics, i was like buddy you gotta at least look at this
3: awesome and then yeah we can come over to you then buddy do you want to tell us uh first maybe about your current role in it at Dectronics that you've come over here for and then after that, we'll kind of dive back into, uh, Justin gave a little bit of a spoiler alert, but we'll come into your origin story after that.
0: Sure, absolutely. Yeah, here at Daktronics, uh I started about a few months ago back in February uh, as the creative account manager, um, where I get to work with a lot of uh, teams uh, throughout the country here and universities uh, working on creative content as their account manager. Um, so I'm very excited about that. And as, as we mentioned earlier, yeah, I spent some time working with Diane, and I know she said some nice things. Uh, that's very kind to her, and I, and I hope they hold true. <laughs>
3: well, I see. So then, um, so then before Dactronics and I know we alluded to a little bit, but how did you get started kind of in the sports industry in the first place?
0: Yeah, I started working in the sports and entertainment industry back in 2005. Um, and during that time period up to now, I, I started off working with uh, minor league baseball uh, with the Akron uh, Arrows at the time. And there were the rubber ducks now. Um, and then I moved on to work with A.G. and the L.A. Kings for a few years, uh, moved to Chicago, worked with a Chicago machine, in uh, Major League Lacrosse. Uh, then I eventually made my way to the Detroit Pistons, where I got to work with Diane. Uh, For just under seven years, I was with the Detroit Pistons as a game entertainment director. Um, And then I moved on to the league side for Major League Lacrosse in Boston, uh, where I was there for a few years until, unfortunately, they closed their doors and COVID hit. And I moved back to Ohio, where I'm originally from, with my family. And uh, Diane approached me with this great opportunity. and, And here I am today.
3: That's awesome. And those are a lot of different places you've been to. It's very impressive. Um, So did you have different, I mean, I'm assuming you had different kinds of jobs at each one of these is you, was it same similar type of stuff? Did you work in the video production side or kind of what were some of the main areas you covered in these different uh, positions?
0: Absolutely. Over the last 18 years, I have had different positions. I've been in the marketing department. I've been in advertising, um, game production, uh i've also worked in in game entertainment as well you know with the detroit uh pistons and major league lacrosse where i oversaw all the major events tentpole events uh that major league lacrosse had uh i've also got to work um, in event production with large brands like paramount pictures wta and atp tour nascar champions week in las vegas wwe Summerslam. so i've uh I like to think of myself sometimes as a utility player in baseball, uh, not just one <laughs> position. I've, I've kind of dabbled in, in a little bit of di- everywhere.
1: Yeah. What's it like to go from like even the pro sports side to, to now on the other side of it to create the content for those live events?
0: It's, it's great and it, it's exciting to me. Uh, it, it's a little different um, in some aspects uh, on, on live event production side especially in live entertainment, you know, you're, you're making decisions uh, quickly uh, during live events. Uh, you're looking for situations that might come up and you have to make a decision quickly, where here on the creative side, it's nice we can, I can have time to really sit and work with our partners and customers and uh, on the creative content, and it, I'm not having to make quick uh, decisions um, at the spur of the moment.
3: A little more time to kind of plan things out, give a little more thought through kind of deal?
0: Absolutely.
3: Is there anything that you're kind of looking forward
1: to in, in this role with Dektronics that that's that different from what you were doing before, something that kind of excites you going forward?
0: You know what really excites me in this uh, this role is getting the opportunity from working in sports for the past 18 years. I've made a lot of contacts in different leagues, different uh, sports and it gives me the opportunity now to maybe reach back out to uh, some of these past contact, contacts that I've made throughout the years and, and work with them again and uh, hopefully bring, you know, new business to dactronics and show off all the great uh, creative things that dactronics has to offer.
3: And, you know, we kind of we always like to ask this question because, I mean, Justin and I from the marketing side, but um, through all these different positions and things you've had in your background, did you always know like who Daktronics was? Cause it's one of those just kind of curious the knowledge you had about the company before kind of Diane, Diane approached you about this position.
0: Yeah. I, I had a, an idea of Dactronics and what, what we do here. Um, but it, you know, I, on the other hand, I didn't realize all the great talent that's here uh, and, and all the great creative content that they've produced over the years. And it really opened my eyes. And that's kind of exciting to me because I want to open other, you know, teams and uh, other people in similar positions, let them become aware of all the great things that Dactronics has to offer.
1: Yeah. And that's, uh, that's kind of what we're doing here today. So maybe we'll throw it back over to Diane and and talk more about the creative services team and maybe the structure of of the group and how we work there. If you want to dive into that a little bit.
2: Absolutely. So um, the interesting part, you know, we have and I will argue this uh, to the death, but our artists, our digital artists, our content creators are the absolute best at especially creating um, content for Different size boards. I say this all the time. Anybody can can go out and create a 16 by 9, but but try creating content for a board that is the size, literally at Climate Pledge Arena, of, of an airport hangar, yeah. and <laughs> and that's where I think that you know, we really excel. And that is a, a, our superpower. You know, we're also, we have the app engineers who are sitting literally figuratively because we're remote, but but sitting right next to us. So Greg Fleshbein and his team, for us to be able to call them up and go, hey, we're looking at doing this. We think it's going to work like this. Is this, what do we need to do to get this done? And I always say like, that's our superpower here. So what we've done now though, by bringing, you know, myself in and now Buddy is we're bringing people in with a big knowledge and a lot of knowledge behind how our customers use these boards, how they use them day to day, how they use them in a game setting, what they might not be thinking about that, you know, like Buddy alluded to, we have the time to sit back, think and make recommendations. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been a real shift in our business and that We're now putting ourselves in our customer seats. And and it has raised the level of our expertise. So you take that game presentation knowledge, you mix that in with the best digital artists in the industry. And it really is a recipe for great success. And and we've been seeing it, we're so busy, we are so busy <laughs> right now that um, you know we hardly have time to breathe. It's a really, really good place to be, um, but we're all just having a blast creating these like really cool packages and really cool um, content for a, a, a many different. Of our, our customers. And the thing that I love about Buddy is, you know, not only has he been on that pro side of things, but there's not a league out there. There's not a team out there that, that he doesn't have experience with, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, a minor league baseball team is going to approach things very differently than a major league baseball team. And, and as you guys know, we have customers on both sides. Mm-hmm. We have customers all over on both sides. So, um, his expertise and what he brings to the table just is going to complement so well, everybody else that's on our team. Um, you know, so it, 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 I'm super excited to see, you know, what he's able to accomplish while he's here.
3: Yeah. You mentioned a, a good background. I think I even heard him say SummerSlam in there at some point too. So you got some wrestling background in there as well with all the other ones um and I do. yeah um because it kind of <laughs> made do. me think uh diane as you were talking about all this i was remembering our first episode with you getting to know you was the you know what were some of the things you didn't know about dactronics before when you arrived and i believe your answers were around the how close we work with engineers all the experience we have even hearing you talk about it right now is it kind of has it grown since then but it seems like everyone's merging pretty well together right
2: very well i literally um earlier today was on a call with some of our um uh development engineers like who gets to do that who gets to talk to the (laughs) development engineers as they're like working on creating content it to me it's still so like cool and overwhelming that like these are the guys that like figure out how they're going to put the pictures on the boards it's so (laughs) awesome and you know the When I first got here, I didn't realize the arsenal of artists we had. And now I'm just really getting to understand the arsenal of of talent and super, super smart people who are far smarter than I am and who can figure this stuff out. So when you get stuck on something, there's always someone you can call. And that to me is invigorating, like figuring out how to do something that's never been done before. Mm -hmm. That is cool. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. And that is is the power of
3: electronics? I think. That's awesome, and that's even thinking about, you You kind of hinted at it a little bit before we dive into maybe the current projects. I don't know if it's a trend, but you saying, you know, anyone can make a 16 by nine ratio content. Are you seeing kind of that more and more? We talked with you in the past about Climate Pledge, who is an absolute poster thing for all the different shapes and sizes displays can be, but is that what you get kind of brought into a lot is, hey, we have these unique aspect ratio aspect ratios and different shape displays. How are we supposed to use this, or what content do we need?
2: Absolutely, I think we get called into in for that more than anything else. You know, um, sometimes it, the the worst thing that a team can do is make an investment into a bigger, massive, um, different board and have the content look the same. Mm-hmm. So I think the number one um, question that we get asked is. How are we going to make this look different? How are we going to rethink our presentation? Having made a very significant investment into it, when you, when you consider you're purchasing a new board, and by the way, these, these um, in, installations, as you guys know, are not getting smaller. Right, They're not getting yeah. smaller. They're only getting bigger. <laughs> yeah. and, and what are we going to do with that real estate that's different than we, than we did before? And mm-hmm. that's where we excel. That's yeah. exactly well, that's where we excel. So um, I love working with teams that look at it like that. Who say, "Listen, we want this to we want this to to be the envy of, of what everybody's looking at out there." And and those are the teams that we love working with.
1: Yeah, and, and you're working with a team to, like you said, pair that creative aspect from the digital artists along with the technical aspect of of the board and its actual shape and size and how you get that on there to to make it look good. And not um, stretched or pixelated or something like that, because you're you're wanting to deliver that top quality top quality content look on all of the pixels across the entire screen. Mm-hmm. And and you talking about working with the developers is that's that's kind of one of those things not a lot of people have. And you said who gets to do that? Who gets to work directly with the the engineering side while working on the creative side? And then you're working very closely with the teams to help bring out their brand so to speak on those displays and it's it's really amazing to hear that entire side of things
2: yeah i I always say there's nobody there is nobody more knowledgeable about bringing beautiful pictures to life on a gazillion pixels than we are so it's really really fun
3: yeah and i'm kind of curious this may kind of get us into current projects but buddy in the in the couple months you've been here we've kind of already asked you about you know your thoughts what have you found out that you didn't know before but talking about these different types of displays. Is there any kind of, I would say, crazy fun projects that you could hit on that you've been involved with so far in your, in your short time here already?
0: Yeah, you know, it's for, for me coming in, and it's more about right now getting to know my, my different clients and my different regions mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm working in now. And, you know, I'm starting to work with uh, Creighton University, Kansas State uh, University, uh, the Stockton Ports, which is a minor league baseball um, team in, in Stockton, California. Um, so all my projects now, you know, it's more about getting to know the customer and, and starting to learn all the different processes here in Daktronics, which is which is great, you know, because we're not working in, in silos. We've worked in silos so, so often in many different teams and, and organizations, and it, it's nice that everybody works together um, and that that process is there to work together. Uh, on these different projects, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting deeper into some of these more complex uh, projects. I've spoken to Diane a little bit offline before, and said, "Hey, don't don't be afraid to to rein me in because I, I'm getting more and more excited, and I want to do things." And <laughs> Diane has to sometimes just tell me, "Sit back and 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 just learn a little bit and <laughs> relax. Don't don't run too fast." And so. So I'm really looking forward to, like I mentioned earlier, reaching out to some of uh, my contacts and past colleagues that have worked now in different areas and in, in sports and, and trying to bring them over to Dactronics if they're not already here and, and just uh, have fun with it.
3: Yeah, that's kind of a question I was going to have for you, Diane. is one of those, it's any new company has a learning curve, right? Whether it's a technology company, nomenclature, products, how everything works, and it was... If you had any advice for Buddy, it seems like you've already been talking, but you know, kind of when you get here, I don't know if you're like you're saying, Buddy, learning to walk before you run kind of deal, but you got to keep that passion going too. So I don't know if you had any advice or, you know, not get too caught up in some things right now, but kind of just sit and learn, like you were saying.
2: Well, I think, you know, we, Buddy came in at a time when we were really, really busy. Mm -hmm. We had, you know, four major projects that we were working on uh, in baseball. And we were also doing our second year of the Miami Open, um, which is a tennis tournament in South Florida um, that we produce all of the content for. And um, so when he got here. You know, I wanted him to kind of it, it was a perfect opportunity for him to like kind of hang with us on these projects so that he could see how we run projects, because I think, you know, it's it's very different. He mentioned, you know, not working in silos and, and we absolutely collaboration is king. And that's how we look at. Um, working with our customers as well we're not an agency we're not a creative agency that's going to go out and you know pitch you on a concept and come back I always tell people our, our customers look at us as an extension of your production team and you know um, you may go into a new project or a new installation and say, there is no way we can get this ready by opening day. We are that function, that, that group that will help you get ready by opening day, that, that will make sure that you have everything built. So at the time, I just wanted um, Buddy to kind of learn um, how we approach projects and, and what we're doing um, for our clients um, since we are so busy um, but, but but the great thing about Buddy that I've mentioned before is he's got so many contexts <laughs> that it's happening naturally that he's just bringing new people into the fold <laughs> because people love working with him. And so... I'm tr- I didn't I'm not trying to reel him in by any stretch, but <laughs> I wanted him to kind of observe the process too because we had these projects that were, were happening.
3: I feel like that was when I was an intern and I got overwhelmed at Dactronics and my supervisor <laughs> at the time told me, Just be a sponge. Just sit in here, take notes and soak up everything and just pay attention to everything going on around you before you do anything, which is what she told me.
2: That's it. Yeah. That's
1: nice. it exactly. And you mentioned some of those uh, bigger projects we were working on while Buddy came in. Can we talk a little bit about some of those that are that are public? I know you said baseball season was coming up. Maybe there was a baseball project we could talk about.
2: Well, we just finished a, a big um, package for the Phillies, and they um, their opening day was. Uh few days ago. Uh, Um, So we have been working really, really hard and really, really closely with Mark DiNardo and his team at the Phillies, which was a blast because I've known Mark DiNardo for decades. He's one of my favorite people, one of my favorite humans in the world. So to be able to work with him was just a a joy for me. Um, But it was a really large package. Like they put in a really big, beautiful installation and Mm -hmm. we had a lot of work to do. Um, And then we also did um, some work. For, you know, my beloved Detroit Tigers, who um, don't have a new installation, but still chose us to kind of help support their production team um, during the season. Um, and then we're also, you know, ongoing work with the Seattle Mariners right now um, that that is is keeping us busy, too. So we had a lot going on um, in a short amount of time, um, which really, you know, our I will tell you, our artists like. They were asked to to show up and and they did in a big 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 way um there was a lot of work that went out of Dectronics creative services over the past few months so it's been really really an exciting time and and more to come
3: that's awesome because those different get those give different examples of how we help you don't need a new display Mm -hmm. in order to reach out and get help for content make things more engaging for your fans like you said detroit tigers look for help um, but then even like the Phillies, because we've been talking about them a lot. We've seen a lot of social posts and, and news articles about the Phillies' new display. And I mean, when it, when they make that big of an increase in display size, uh, you mentioned work with them, your favorite, one of your favorite people on earth. What was it like? Like, did they come? did they come to you looking for ideas or was it, hey, we got a huge display? Is this kind of stuff possible? I'm always curious, like, how do those conversations start when they first approach you?
2: Well, with them, it started out with um, Sean Walker, who, um, you know, was the the integral person from their team that that I think sure. um, initiated the, the purchase with Dectronics. And he his he asked just that: How are we going to bring this to life? You know, how are we going to make this an impactful transition? And and not, you know, his his greatest fear was, was what everybody says is, you know, we can't make this investment into technology and just come out and play the same footage in the same show. Mm-hmm. So we just started talking about how we can help them. And and that led to a really, really great relationship with them.
1: Yeah, it's it's great to always hear the the aspect that you talked about. Like you're not an agency, and you're working with the team. You're an extension of the team to help them put on the best are, show they can. We
2: are there. We are truly partners. We are truly partners with everybody that that we you know work with.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, those are some of the baseball projects. Are there any others that we can tease? I mean, you mentioned the Miami <laughs> Open again. That that was a great project, and another one, a second round of it, right?
2: Yeah, th- this is our second and and we have an extended deal with them so you'll see us show up at the miami open uh, year over year uh, that's been just a really really great um partnership with them um because they you know they really embraced us as partners and we're like hey this is new to tennis you know i think they were the first ones that had full 360 uh video around the the Um, so we there was a big learning curve right we hadn't done tennis before they hadn't had video graphics before Um, so it was a really really great partnership that that just kind of continues to grow so that is has been really really great and then you know we're starting to to have conversations and partner with some of our event production sites too on how we can help and enhance their shows so JMU um, Old Dominion University and University of Florida are three that were, you know, the conversations are kind of ongoing, but we're looking at ways that we can help them to elevate their shows as well.
3: Awesome, that's what I was kind of thinking of. I don't, I'd say they're seasons, kind of, but you help uh, get everything ready by an opening day. So, is it kind of, you know, you're working on baseball content up until baseball starts, or does it kind of, I'd say, bleed into the season a little bit? Do you ever help with revisions and things, or how does that kind of Again, I, th- I think, I think of like a, a creative season mm-hmm. for baseball. Like, th- how does that look?
2: Yeah, I think. Well, I think you know we just finished up baseball, and I think for universities, um, the college and universities, they're all gearing up towards football, right? Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, getting their big shows and their big reveals ready, almost for next season. Um, I think is kind of where I would say that um, work lies. Okay. Um, and then you know, probably forever now, you'll you're gonna hear. Um, us talk about the Clippers and what's
3: happening down
2: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> More to, <laughs> probably That's... premature, but but more to come there. I think that the Clippers are going to be in our mind constantly for the next couple of years.
3: Yeah, I was really getting at football is what I was getting at because I'm a huge football fan, so I was kind of like so when are you going to start working on the fall season here in football?
2: <laughs> Football's
3: right. year round. Man. Yeah, it seems that way. You're right.
2: You're absolutely right. American cast time.
1: <laughs> yep. I guess but,
2: that's baseball, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Yep.
1: <laughs> But yeah, it sounds like it sounds like you're always busy working on something, whether it's a new sports season or whether like college campuses, they've always got different sports or different things going on on their campuses to to engage that they might need help with content for. So it sounds like you're always busy with something to work on.
2: There's no there's no off season that that's very true. Um, you know, there is no off season and I keep, you know, the artists, when I first got here, they were like, well, we have, you know, busy periods and we have slow periods. I have yet to see the slow periods, so I'm still <laughs> waiting for
1: that. That's great to hear, too. It means there's always something going on and, and we're always building content to, to help our customers and partners, like you like you mentioned there. So um, We're excited to hear what comes up next. I mean, you teased a little bit at one big one, but there's <laughs> yeah. always something else on the horizon. We'll, we'll look forward to maybe bringing you back on to talk about those projects on another episode. But today, thank you for coming and sharing all that. And, and Buddy, thanks for joining us so we could hear more about you and, and what you're gonna do here with Dactronics.
0: Thank you so much, uh, Justin and and Matt. This has been great and and look forward to hopefully talking again in the future on some of uh, once I get into some bigger uh, bigger clients and, and projects.
3: Absolutely. We're always up for good conversation. So you got something cool going on, buddy. You just let us know.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds great. All right.
3: And thanks to you too, Diane, for joining That's- us again. Well, we got to keep a leaderboard. We keep saying that of who yeah. <laughs> has the most appearances on here. And yeah, I think you got to go after Mark Eisenstad for that right now. But...
2: <laughs> All right. Challenge accepted.
3: There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you.
2: All right. Have a great day.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dectronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes.